Welcome to the episode two of Living Swift Podcast. Today we have. Hey, why you pronounce your last name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a knocker. I'm a barger. Barger. Okay. We have Trevor <laughs> Barger on the podcast today. Um, Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Of course. So, what are we talking about today? Yeah. Levels real quick. Okay. Um. Yeah. So you know, this podcast is basically just about talking about. I mean, like seasonal work and. Uh, I love seasonal like, work. Yeah, your experience. <laughs> <laughs> your experience like and whatnot, and uh, mostly because the job ends. <laughs> <laughs> like all these, like lifers i don't know what they do all 12 months yeah. you work and then i don't know it's cool to have an end point right. <laughs> it's really underestimated oh i hear you mm. um so what got you into seasonal work like in the first place like so i realized that i really like long distance hiking but like yeah. way more than most people do in like a day so i do for like Months at a time. Uh-huh. So it did smaller and shorter ones. And then I was like, all right, like, like no job is going to let me get off for like 90 or 100 days. Right. Except for seasonal work. Yeah. So that's kind of just like how I fell into it. So just like, it's like a rhythm of working hard for six to eight to nine months. And then like having your own freedom for three to four, sometimes even six. This yeah. past time I was... I didn't work for 11 months. It was pretty cool. Right before I took wow. this job here at Vail. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. It was awesome. So it's, it can be stressful, but I don't know. I really like the doors it opens. Yeah. Like I've always felt like to live is to learn. Yeah. And when you do seasonal work, like you learn something new or you're usually in a different place or mm -hmm. I've gone back to the same job a couple times, but it's cool to yeah. like, it's always different. And yeah, so I guess that's why I do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every like this is what you said. I remember I was talking to you. You said you'd been doing it for nine years, right? Or nine seasons? Yeah, this is gonna be the like the ninth winter. Okay, that I've worked and I've done seasonal work in the summer too. Uh huh. Uh, my first like seasonal summer job was pretty cool. I worked out of uh, Skagway, Alaska. Okay. Yeah, I worked nice. for. A very, very large cruise ship. Yeah. I'm not allowed to name. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it's a very popular one, but it's okay. now defunct. But okay. it was cool. But I lived in Skagway, and I sold Alaskan jewelry to tourists in a very Americanized fashion. Okay. It was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So I, was, I basically worked six days a week, and there was like 14 to 15-hour shifts. Uh, there was employee housing right nearby. It was really cool. But it was cool because... Fucking at the end of it, I had more money than I'd ever had before in my whole life. It was cool. Yeah. It was a commission. Yeah. It was a commission based job. Yeah, it was really cool. That's awesome. Sounds yeah. like that sounds like my buddy. That's what he does for like seasonal workers to save all his money. <laughs> yeah, dude. So they were. Yeah, it, it was crazy. I mean, they were charging me like 150 bucks a month for rent. Mm -hmm. We got usually two meals a day paid for or given to us. Mm -hmm. But dude, it was grueling fucking work. I mean, yeah. it was just like the uppity of the uppitest most snootiest people yeah and we just saw them this overpriced jewelry and essentially they love they love to pay for the high prices mm -hmm. and it was cool it was commission-based it was like three percent um the weeks were really slow the first couple of months yeah but by the end of it i came out with like almost twenty six thousand dollars and it was uh seven months it was pretty Dang, cool that's pretty sweet yep what what were you doing before like you you took that job since that was your first one? What were you doing before? Before that, I was selling. <laughs> so right after college, I got a job at um, Northwestern Mutual, mm -hmm. uh, and I was selling property and casualty insurance, and I did that for fourteen months. Okay, cool. And it was awful. I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and you said seasonal dude, work, and Let's I was like, I dude, it was just it was it was cool. It was it, it was. Dressing up in a suit and a tie every day. Yeah. Taking the fucking bus, going to the fucking 15th floor. Right. And being on the phone all day. Yeah. And just like, 
warm calling, cold calling, a mix of both of those, yeah. and selling property and casualty insurance. Mm-hmm. The first three months, like I, they like taught me about the business and they helped me get my license and I took the test and all that. Yeah. But then the following year was just like picking up the phone and trying to sell people fucking insurance and it was just it was heartbreaking it was too hard yeah yeah yeah. and i'd already lived in baltimore for like four four three and a half years at the time Mm. so that was like my fourth year so i was ready to move on it's really what it was so it was cool heck yeah um so skagway alaska so that was your first stop yeah, season. that was yeah, that was my that first was summer, seasonal. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It so was like you uh, do? March, April, May, June, July, August. Okay. Until like uh first two weeks of October. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was uh, like it was like six, six and a half, seven months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you do after that? What was the So after that I had a, a shit ton of money, so I went track. <laughs> 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 so I paid off some of my student loans. Heck paid yeah. off some all my credit card debt and all that stupid bullshit. Nice, nice. Uh and I went on um a trip with my brother. Uh, we went and did the Arizona Trail. It was pretty cool. Heck yeah. Yeah. So we went, walked from Mexico, Arizona border. It's called the Coronado National Monument. Uh-huh. And we hiked for about two months. And then we eventually made it to Utah. Okay. It's cool. So yeah, that was my first foray into the long distance hiking. Okay. And then I was like, all right, this is awesome. This, like, this is this like, is this is what yeah, living yeah. is about. Yes. Like, super, yeah. super cool. Got to do it with my brother. It was super fun. He had a great time. Super bonded. Yeah. Very cool. That's awesome. So what was, uh, I'm sure you got a million stories. Give me, <laughs> especially like the one you said today. Uh, what was like, give me like one big event or that happened on that trail. Like what? On that trail? Yeah. On that trail. On the Arizona trail. So, or multiple. I mean, I just sounds, <laughs> I mean, Arizona a was long crazy. time. So a lot of people start on an easier trail. Most people would consider Arizona Trail in 2016 to be still pretty remote. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is before Wild, right? This is yeah. before the big Wild movie and the, the the flock to the PCT and the AT. And this is a lesser known trail. still a national scenic trail, but it's fucking remote, man. Okay. So we're sitting, it's probably 11 o'clock in the afternoon and we're, I'm sure you guys have seen them. The national park signs, they're enormous, right? You can yeah, read them yeah. from your car. Right. Yes. Yep. And and it's like a little map and it's little little text at the bottom for the walkers and stuff. <laughs> so this is the highest thing in the whole area. Okay. So we literally slept in the shade behind this sign and moved every half hour as the sun changed. Okay. And we're hanging out by this sign. We've been there for probably about three hours, four hours. We wake up and it's starting to get like maybe four o'clock or so, starting to cool down. So we're starting to hiking again. Mm-hmm. So we eat again and, you know, I got my hands rested back and this, I look over and my, my brother is essentially fucking cuddling with a diamondback rattlesnake. And we don't know how long he's been there. He hasn't rattled. He's completely coiled up. He's about four inches away from my brother's hand. And we basically were asleep there for hours and we're just wake up to eat something before we leave. And that snake's been there the whole time. It's fucking absolutely terrifying. Everything out there wants to kill you. Speaking of snakes. <laughs> that's you, a man. kinko. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah, rattlesnakes are. That's yeah, that's that's it didn't rattle. It didn't rattle. That's insane. He was like underneath this bush. But we were we're all tucked up underneath yeah, yeah, this yeah, bush yeah. to try to stay in the shade, right? Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. like nothing higher than your waist out there. Uh-huh. So we're like moving with this and 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 dude, he he just didn't move. It must have just totally felt, coiled. It must have just felt totally comfortable chilled. with you guys. Yeah, he was he was hanging, man. Yeah. But in general, we'd probably see some part some portions we'd see over twenty a day. Like Pickett Post State Park, we saw like t- over twenty a day. It was oh. fucking insane. Wait, twenty a day like rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And they're <laughs> rattling. And they're like loud. Like they're like you. Well, they start rattling before you see yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> I've only encountered rattlesnakes two times in my life, and that was in Arkansas. My grandpa shot a massive one, and it's just like, and it's crazy too because like, they'll when they're dead, they'll still move. I don't know if you know that, but they still move <laughs> when they're dead. Yeah, I, yes, I, I have seen that. My dad yeah. has 
he's a snake killer. It's not a good, not a good move. But he'll ki- <laughs> so he would kill fucking snakes, and then they would still like have like reflexes, yeah. even yes. with their heads are removed from their bodies. It's yes. Insane. All right. So, um, talk about the, the the lightning that happened on the Arizona Trail, right? The lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that because that cool. was interesting. <laughs> so, my brother wasn't with me at the time. He left the trail. For about a week. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to go visit with his girlfriend. And he was going to come back to the trail. So okay. me and my buddy. The three of us have been hiking together. His name was Wormwood. Mm-hmm. My brother's name's Lazy Dog. My name is Pat. Or Patience. Okay. And so me and Wormwood were, were not on the Arizona Trail. Totally hiking remote. And we ended up in this thunderstorm. But it was on this big plateau. Mm-hmm. It was probably 15 feet higher than everything else. And it's fucking barren. Totally barren up top. And the thunder's coming in strong. So we're like, dude, we got to like get off of this. We can't really go up up the trail or down the trail. Yeah. It's, it's four miles essentially in almost either direction. It's at the same elevation. But we find this little gully. The gully happens to be by this tree. The gully's probably two and a half, three feet deep, but it's probably eight feet across. So we sit, you know, head to head and we put a tarp over us uh-huh. about maybe six inches off the ground. So water would wouldn't pool in our little trench yeah and we're hanging out there and we're waiting out the storm and fucking next thing i know i wake up in the hospital <laughs> i have no idea what happened but me and wormwood we got struck by lightning <laughs> we Same. were really close to the tree's roots mm-hmm. the lightning struck the tree mm-hmm. it connected to both of our bodies yeah i was unconscious for about 18 hours he was unconscious for about seven hours and when we woke up, the storm was gone, but nobody really knew where we were at. <laughs> nobody knew like where we had been, yeah. and we didn't really tell anyone when we were coming back. Where I'm essentially just killing time. Yeah, and so Brandon wakes up first, and he goes out and gets help. They had to flight for life me, not flight for life me, but they had to put me on a stretcher and then yeah. walk me down the trail, probably about six and a half, seven miles to get to a truck, mm-hmm. and I just wake up in the hospital. And I had these crazy marks on my legs. They were like an imprint of my vein. Mm-hmm. They're kind of left stretched up from my ankle to like right below my knee. Mm. And it was probably, I don't know, 60% of my leg. And it was just black vein. Just like, That's it almost crazy. looked like a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where the lightning left my body yeah, is what yeah, they said. Yeah. And uh, my shoe had actually blown out too. I was wow. wearing trail runner shoes. My shoes were blown out. Like, so it's like where the lightning left my body. It was crazy. And those lasted for, I don't know, about two and a half, three years. I had that wow. black. And it got it got fainter, but it was still there. Wow. It was super cool. That's crazy. So, <laughs> now here's a question. So, did you go back and, like, continue the trail after that? or? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yes. about mile 350. Yes. <laughs> we weren't even halfway done. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. So, okay. yeah, I woke, yeah, I woke up in Tucson. Took about three days off. They monitored me, and they were like, yeah, nothing wrong with your heart. Nothing wrong with your brain. Do whatever you want. You're fine. That's the trail. (laughs) So you're going to have that black mark on your leg for a while. It's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Back to the trail. Shoot. So so after the lightning, so how much longer? So you were in Tucson, so that's like fairly close. Well, the the hospital is in Tucson. Hospital is in Tucson. Yeah. So they, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we were at about mile, mile three fifty of eight hundred, so we were okay. nearing the halfway point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so considerably south of Flagstaff. Okay. Yeah. Does the did the trail go through Flagstaff? Uh, it does. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, it's pretty I cool. Love Flagstaff. Dude, Flagstaff's got some awesome mountain biking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. So when we went through there, it was uh-huh. third week of March, ish. Yeah. When we went through Flagstaff specifically, you actually have to cross the ski run. That is that Flagstaff just north. I forget the name of the mountain there. Okay. But we had to cross the ski run with our hiking packs as people were snowboarding down. <laughs> it was awesome. We were just like, hey. We actually stopped and had a burger at the at whatever like their equivalent of Midvale is. Okay. Like halfway up, there's like a clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. So we stopped in there and got fucking burgers and That's great. shit ton of Pepsi. Does it, uh, does it go through Sedona? Nah, Sedona's way west, okay. so it stays pretty central okay, to gotcha. Arizona. But it goes through the Superstition Mountains. Yep. It goes through Roosevelt Lake. It goes through Grand Canyon, obviously. Yeah. 
goes by Jacob Lake, Mormon Lake. It goes by Fountain Hills, which is a really beautiful town. Okay. Um, they have a disc golf championship level course there. Nice. Yep, that was super cool. Yeah, I live. I lived in Phoenix for like mm. a year. So Superstition Mountains, I know. Yeah, Superstition School goes to the 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 Black Mountains, the Tortilla Flats. Uh, it goes through all of the Coconino National Forest, which okay. is the largest pine pine national forest. Really? In the United States, not North America, but in the United States. Wow! It's actually in Arizona, which no one that's, really expects. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and dude, Arizona, it, really? It's really insane. So it was about two hundred and twenty miles. Yeah. And uh, the only thing we saw, so there's only one type of tree. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I forget the type of pine tree. I think it's a Douglas pine. Uh, so it grows very, very tall. Mm-hmm. And has a very, very dense canopy. So there's no smaller trees underneath it. Yeah. But it was just us and squirrels. And that's it. And they're just like collecting all the nuts. <laughs> and they're just like running from like tree to tree. Uh-huh. It's about 200 miles. So it's about a quarter of the, the whole trail. In, yeah, yeah, in total. yeah, yeah. It's just this pine. They call it the pine. Uh, pine treadmill is what they call it. <laughs> pine treadmill. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so after you completed... Uh, the Arizona Trail. Um, what did that like? How did that make you feel like accomplished or like what? It was really cool. Uh, it was, it was, it was awesome to do with my brother. Mm-hmm. It was very very hard. It was definitely the hardest thing I had done at that at that time. At that time, okay. Yeah. Um, and I just knew I wanted more of it, and that's pretty much haven't stopped since then. Okay. So that ended uh mid-april and then i was like okay like i'm still like a finance guy so then i started doing uh h&r block i okay. worked for h&r block for two seasons okay so tax season's pretty cool in the sense that from january through april or may is the heaviest tax season yeah so at the end of may i could start hiking again in june there you go. So, Heck yeah. so I was like, so I worked for so uh, HR Block has this five week course. Uh, you took the five week course, then you become a licensed tax preparer, uh-huh. and then I did that for two seasons afterwards. So it was basically very very similar. It was like work really hard for about seven months. You do like the the early season investors, and then you do us common folk, and then mm-hmm. you do the late season investors. Mm-hmm. So that's like the season, mm-hmm. uh, and then. Yeah, then I went hiking again. Okay, so this time where'd you go hiking? <laughs> so now we're in 2018. 2018 was pretty cool. So I did, uh, it was the summer of the Triple Crowns. So I did a bunch of smaller trails. Okay. So on the Appalachian Trail, the Continental Divide Trail, and the Pacific Crest Trail, they all contain a smaller trail within them. Interesting, okay. So I got to try each of the three big trails, if that makes sense. Okay. So I did the Vermont Long Trail, which is part of the AT. Okay. And I did uh, the Colorado Trail after that. Okay. Yep. And I met one of my good friends, Grills. He he taught me about the seasonal work ways. Okay. I met him when he was on the Colorado <laughs> Trail. He actually is a seasonal worker at Telluride now currently. Okay. He's nice. a cool dude. And then I did the John Muir Trail in late September. Okay. So I called it the Jewels of the Crown. So that was about 1,600 miles, a little bit less maybe between all of them. Okay. I did a bunch of bonus miles. I did a couple trails over back again. Yeah. That was really cool. Because I got to see a lot of the different country. You know, I got oh, yeah. to see the really, really old Appalachian Mountains, the new Sierras. And and I kind of fell in love with the Colorado Trail and, and Colorado. Yeah. Uh, and I did one more season with H&R Block in Baltimore. And then I moved okay. to Colorado afterwards. Okay. Because of this trip. Gotcha. Because of that trip. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your... Uh, so out of this trip, so you did the Colorado Trail, John Muir, and uh, Vermont, right? Yeah. Which Vermont. one was your favorite? Out Colorado of Trail, Col- baby. Okay, that's Colorado Trail's Colorado Trail. amazing. Colorado Trail. I, I, so I've done six national scenic trails and, and 13 trails in general. Uh-huh. The Colorado Trail is one of the only ones I would ever do again. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. It's, it's, the people are awesome. The views are phenomenal. Uh-huh. The grade is easy. How many? So to do all the little the triple crown, the three trail mini trails inside the trails. How many months did that take you to do? 
Okay. I took lots of breaks in between. Okay, so you took breaks. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't like going for a speed record or anything. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. Uh, Vermont, I did in like 35 days. Okay. Um, I did lots of sides trips. Uh, I stayed and I actually went to the Burton factory. Really? Okay. And I actually hung out there for three days. That was super cool. Hmm. Uh, I, I camped at the Ben and Jerry's factory. Ben okay. Is in <laughs> and conveniently, I found my way there and I stayed at the Ben and Jerry's factory for three days. Okay. Uh, they gave me lots of free ice cream. They were very Dang. nice. Okay. Dude, so I did some, I did side missions, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they were he's great. Skyrim. He's, uh, he's on quests. Okay. Dude, right. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, if you want to go and see Vermont, yeah. you got to go to the Ben and Jerry's factory. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. Why wouldn't you? And then I went, yeah. Dude, the snowboard <laughs> museum at in Burton uh-huh. uh, is really, really cool, man. They have, like, all the old snowboards. Yeah. Like, the old snurfers that had, like, a rope tied yeah, into the yeah, front yeah. and shit like Somebody that. Somebody was telling me that when I was on a lift one day out here. He was like, yeah, we were... We lived back in the day where you had a rope on the snowboard. <laughs> imagine going, <laughs> imagine going down into that. I'm like, I can't imagine, man. That's crazy. That, <laughs> He's like, you just go. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So that was Vermont, and then in Colorado, I, I, it was my first really experience with Colorado. Yeah, um, it was super cool. I met my friend Nick Palmasano and hung out in Denver for six or seven days before I even started the trail. Okay, the trail starts in uh, uh southeast, um, southeast of like Lakewood. Yeah. I don't know if you know Denver that well. Not it, the trail essentially goes from Denver to Durango. Okay, okay. And it's the the most southeast park. In Denver is where it starts. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, to so to get to all these places, are you driving? Are you flying? Or what? So my my methods of travel have changed. Okay. I used to be a train guy. Oh, oh, dude. So I do the great or uh, do trains in between if you can. Yeah, and then really the most inexpensive option is is just Greyhounds. So that 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 string of three right there, that was all Greyhounds in between. Okay. Yep. It was super cool. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Greyhounds. And then I'd usually thumb it the last 10 to 15 miles to, to where start. I'm going. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Heck yeah. Yeah. I would make signs. Yeah. Like, oh, like Colorado Trail, hiker, you know, two trail, <laughs> trying to get to this trailhead. Trying to get trail help And then, out. like, before I even left Vermont, mm-hmm. I would have this sign with me. Mm-hmm. So, like, as soon as I come off the bus stop, I got my sign ready, you know? Right. That's awesome. Uh, so what after those three trails? Uh, what did you do after that? What was uh... so that ended um, like mid September, okay. and then October, November's coming back around. Yeah, uh, and then I went back to work for H and R Block H&R for the Block. second okay. season. Second season, and okay. then I worked for another six months there. Saved a bunch of money. Uh, also a commission based job, actually. Okay. So they have these things called Emerald Cards. So essentially, like okay, like I do your taxes, Ryan. Uh, the government owes you $2,000. You can get $2,000. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's never like this, but some people get these crazy returns. <laughs> Keep but, going. But this example, example. Okay. So, Ryan, the government owes you $2,000. You can wait six weeks-ish, and the government will give you $2,000, or I will give you $1,500 right now, and I will take your return in six weeks of $2,000. So that's really how you made Ashton Our Blocks makes their money. It's okay. pretty cool. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and we got a commission on that that difference of five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. We got a portion of that. So it was cool. Gotcha. So did that, and then that takes us all the way. So that's October, November, December, January, February, March. Uh, and then it's May again. And then May I did the Sheltoe Trace. What's Shelt- that? Oh, the Sheltoe Trace is cool, man. It's out in Kentucky. Okay. It's like it's some of the coolest cave systems in Kentucky. You went so you go through Mammoth by chance? Uh the city? Yeah. Is it a city? Over the the the, the, the Are you talking about cave? Mammoth Caves? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. I uh, lived I actually lived in Kentucky too for like oh, four yeah. months. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes by uh uh goes by London, it goes by what's that in the northeast? Morristown and then oh not Morristown, Moorhead. Moorhead, Kentucky. Moorhead, okay. Uh, so it kind of goes from the northeast to the southwest. Okay. It's about 300 or so miles. Okay. That's pretty cool. Gotcha. Pretty cool. Yeah, Kentucky's cool. Have a, did it go through Red River Gorge? Totally. Yeah, okay. Did you ever been to Marco's Pizza? I think. Wait a second. I 
think I isn't that the it's place a cl- like it's a climber like... hangout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They had, I did, they had I did uh, go there. like yeah, a laundry yeah. machine in the back. My buddy, so I did my, my laundry there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my Marcus buddy, pizza. Yeah, so my buddy Quinn, he's from uh, Lexington. So uh, okay, cool. He was my roommate. And I was I lived there for like four months, and we went to Red Rock or Red Red River Gorge before. Um, Dude, it's a climber's paradise. Bro. Yeah, they yeah, love it. That's why I've been. That's why you told me because he likes climbing, and he said people all over the world will just go there just to climb. That's just an awesome climbing spot. We went there, and yeah, it was really cool. I've I've tried climbing like one time before, but I didn't have the right gear. <laughs> like I was trying to do it in chacos. <laughs> didn't Bro, go, didn't go well. Chacos? Yeah, I didn't no go very far. That's scary. I didn't go very far. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Uh, what did you do? So what did you do after the Kentucky or the? Just sh- so. Yeah. The name Shell Toey Trace. Shell Toey Trace, yeah. Yep. Shell Toey means big turtle. Big turtle. Okay. Yep. And uh, the majority of the trail is in the Daniel Boone National Forest. And when uh, Daniel Boone married his native wife, mm-hmm. they gave him an Indian name, and his Indian name was Shell Toey. Oh, big turtle. Interesting. So you go through the Daniel Boone National Forest, and that's why it's called what it's called. Okay, that's why it's called what it's called. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so after that, what did we do after that? So that was, this is 2018. Yeah. So that's the only trail I did that year. Mm-hmm. And okay. then, so yep, that was two years of that. So then, what did I do? Oh, I moved to Colorado. Okay, so yep. to Colorado. Yep. South Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're out here. <laughs> yep, yep. So I moved to Colorado, and I found a job at this place called, uh, what was it? Chili Verde. Chili Verde. It was a Mexican place. It was uh-huh. cool. So I was a server and a bartender there. And they this really wasn't seasonal work. They really wanted me full time. Uh-huh. And what did I do? So that's June, July, August, September. And then I went through the winter. So I did nine months there. Okay. And then I did the Pacific Crest Trail. So I did that next. So that, start, that goes from Mexico to Canada. Back to so the hiking. Did, you did the whole thing? I did not do the whole thing. Okay. It was fucking terrifying. <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> I did not. I did not do the okay, whole thing. Okay. Good. It was crazy. Keep going. So I, I modified the plan. It was cool. So in 2019, it was a big, big snow year. And got to the Sierras, got through Forrester Pass, got through Selden Pass and Mathers Pass. And the guy I was hiking with, his name was Burrito. So uh, we were crossing Evolution Creek. Mm-hmm. Evolution Creek is typically about knee high and about 80 yards across. Okay. About knee high. Yeah, yeah. And there's rocks. You kind of go this way, this way, this way. There. It's usually not a big deal. Uh-huh. But above average snowpack means above average rainfall, mm-hmm. above average water. Yep. So Evolution Creek was more like below the shoulder and almost above the nipple. Okay. And running really fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very fast. Very cold. Very yeah, cold. I, I can imagine. So, basically, long story short of it, we tried to cross on this log. Burrito slipped and fell in the water. And he got carried downstream. So, I cro- I was already across. I crossed first. He mm-hmm. tried to cross second. So, I ran downstream, pulled him out of the river. Mm-hmm. He lost all, most of his gear, including his sunglasses. Oh, my God. It was so bad. <laughs> Dude, he almost went blind. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we're, I mean, this is all, we're all in the, you know, it's super, there's snow everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he couldn't see anything. But whatever. He got out of the water and ended up throwing all the sleeping bags on him, cuddling. He's totally shivering his ass off. But he didn't die. We ended up gotcha. camping there on the other side. But at that point, he was like, dude, I want to go back and I'm done. Yeah. But I don't want to do it by myself. Like, can, can we leave together? Yeah. So we walked. <laughs> we walked down 11,000 feet from from 13,000 down to below 1,000 to the city <laughs> of Bishop <laughs> out of Taboose Pass. Holy cow. And he almost went blind. He lost his sunglasses. There's snow everywhere. It took two day, two and a half days to walk all this. He's like basically crying the whole time because his like his eyes are like squinted and shit. So we would trade off the sunglasses and the hat 
uh-huh. we had one hat between the two of us. So we'd like put the hat down real low and like navigate all the way out. Dang. After that, I was like, dude, that's fucking scary. So then I jumped up to my friend Hannah's house in Lake Tahoe, took a Greyhound from Bishop to Tahoe, South yeah. Lake Tahoe, hung out at her house for a week. She's told me some cool stuff around. We did some wakeboarding. Um, and then I did the Tahoe Rim Trail. Tahoe Rim Trail is 165 miles. goes around the whole lake. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's how big the lake is. Shoot. <laughs> 165 <laughs> miles. Dude, it's a big lake. Okay. It's a big lake. It took about nine days. It's okay. Cool. Dang. Uh, and then I did the Oregon Coast Trail. After that, I flew to Astoria. Okay. I flew, uh, uh, which is in the northern part of Oregon. And I walked that with my mom. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. My mom met me out there. And we walked on the beach. We did about three quarters of the trail, 300 of the 400 or so miles. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. It's awesome. We walked really slow. <laughs> hey, I mean, walk slow and enjoy we enjoyed it, everything, you know? man. We didn't, uh, dude, it was cool. That's, that's how I like to hike. I like, I mean, there's moments where like you kind of have to rush, but it's just like, slow down, chill, smell the roses, <laughs> you know, dude, we walked enjoy through, it. We walked through dunes. We walk, we swam around, like we had to get in the water and swim out around the Cape and yeah. come back to the beach. We did that a couple times. Yeah. Took a couple boat ferries across. Uh-huh. Saw a bald eagle uh, fishing, right? Okay. He picked, like, in the curl okay. of the wake. Yeah, yeah, He caught a fish out of the curl, swam, or, like, flew. Fucking flesh is still like flapping around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Landed right in front of us as we're walking the beach, no one around. Pecked out its eyes and then did like this epic eagle scream, like, <laughs> like he was like showing it to us, like yeah. showing it off. And then he picked it up and then flew away. That it was, was one of the weirdest <laughs> wi- wildlife encounters I've ever experienced. <laughs> the, it was a bald eagle, man. That's awesome. One of the coolest experiences I'll never forget hiking. We were hiking in Glacier. And uh, there's a pass called uh, Swift Current uh, Pass. And, like, it goes up and then goes into Swift Current Valley or Manny Glacier Valley. And there's, like, three lakes. But anyway, we're going up. And we just hear, like, this hawk swoop down go, like, scree or whatever. And we're just like, what is that? And I'm like, like that, land on you almost? I don't, it, was, it was cool. You saw it, like, just dive bomb in and, like, screeched. It was one of the coolest things ever. I'm just like, what just happened? That's crazy. But uh, yeah. Uh, so you did Oregon. So so what was after that? What did you go back to another job or after that? I went back to to Colorado. Colorado. And I found I started working in the concert business out there. It okay. Was super cool. And I've ended up working at this place called Ophelia's. Ophelia's, Ophelia's yeah. is an indoor concert venue. And bar, obviously, and food place. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. So they had a different concert every night. And they were busiest in the winter because, I mean, once the summer opens up, like, everyone yeah. goes to the outdoor venues. Yeah. You know? So they were busier in the winter and, and open in the summer. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being perfect for me. And I stayed there for a while. It was a really, yeah. really cool place. Okay. Do you want another beer? Yes. Okay. We are back from our commercial break sponsored by... <laughs> Kelly Hansen and Pepsi and uh, Banquet. Banquet and Twisted Tea. Dude, that shit's dangerous. I Twisted doesn't Tea? It even, doesn't even taste like alcohol. It's very scary. It, it really doesn't. It's crazy. Oh, man. So you worked for this concert venue. So we're like, you like a stagehand, basically? Um, so like, set up I concerts? Did, I did artist and receiving. Well, okay. I, I'm a, my first year, I was a bartender. Mm hmm. My second season, I came back. Yeah, I was uh, artist in receiving. Uh-huh. So, you know, uh, two nights a week were someone of worthy note, mm-hmm. and five nights a week it was like local to even less than local acts. Mm-hmm. So for two nights a week, I handled all of their travel in and travel out stuff. Mm-hmm. So handled their green sheet and like all of their. Requests they had. Oh, we need fucking Aquafina water, not Dasani water. That, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I did that. Um, and that was fun. So I met a lot of cool people. Got to see lots of cool shows. Heck yeah. Yep. Sure. That was pretty cool. What was the coolest show that you worked for? Um. Uh, 
so I guess there was the majority of the members of the Wu Tang clan. Okay. Uh, and then they were with the Roots, and they did um, what was it for? Uh, the one with <coughs> investigative reports and all that. Uh, what's the name of that fucking album? They did a whole album of of theirs in in full with live instruments from members of the Roots. Okay, that was a cool show. Okay, it was cool. Heck yeah. yeah, I did. Uh... But it was definitely more hip hop and more R and B focus okay. in general. It was not really. I mean, they had rock nights, but it was it was a hip hop show. Hip hop show. Okay. Yeah, I did a state. I was a stagehand uh, in Nashville for like a year when I lived there. Did I worked shows setting them up? Coolest one probably was John Mayer. And then, nice. Yeah. He's fucking super famous. Yeah. There. Yeah. You work for some. I was supposed to work for the Jonas Brothers one night. Decline. <laughs> so so for that for that job you're allowed to like accept or decline like different shows or gigs or whatever you want to call it yeah essentially uh, your, your gig work right yes exactly but i was a salary guy you were a salary guy. i was just yeah okay okay that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah so i was a gig but it's, guy. it's very similar work yeah, yeah. just fucking get, get them on stage get them out <laughs> and so you did that for three years you said yep mm-hmm. and did you do any like big hikes in between or uh uh yeah so 19 i did the pct and 20 i did um the oregon desert trail and the washita trail which goes across arkansas okay and then what i do with this last year the 2021 or oh 22 22 20 21 and 22 i was in winter park okay so you worked right. at Winter Park. Did you do summer at Winter Park too or just the winter? Uh I did eighteen months there. Eighteen months. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. So that was cool. Heck yeah. And that was semi seasonal work. Semi seasonal okay. Very similar to like Ophelia's. Mm-hmm. So uh I worked for a real estate agency mm-hmm. that focused on selling Airbnbs to very rich people so they could make more money. <laughs> <laughs> So okay. the summer was very chill, the winter extremely busy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, heck yeah. The so out of all the, I feel like I already know what's gonna be the answer. I feel, like, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Out of all the trails you've hiked, like long, short, whatever, what was like your favorite trail? Favorite favorite trail. They're all pretty awesome. Short, long. I mean, do you do you have a favorite, or is it just all awesome? Or I'm gonna go Colorado Trail. Colorado for sure. Appalachian Trail is pretty awesome, man. Okay, it's just so fucking long and so yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. monotonous. It's too long. <laughs> it needs to be like two months shorter. Too much shorter. <laughs> if it was like 1,500 miles, it'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. The Colorado Trail is so much. In the 480 miles, it's just, it's unreal. We actually go right next to Vail. We go right the 10-mile range, mm-hmm. where we can see from the top of the back bowls. You walk the top of that. Really? Yeah. That's cool. All, ironically, the, the 12 miles of the 10-mile range. <laughs> did you know it's 12 <laughs> miles long? <laughs> Why did they call it that? I don't know. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, the Colorado Trail. So, now I got to uh, what are you, man? What, me, what, what do you me? do? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, you do work seasonally. I mean, dude, I, I work in Glacier. I mean, I. Well, two years in a row now. Three years now. It'll be three. Yeah. It will be. Go three, back for yeah. a third. Glacier hike. Just. <sighs> what is there to know about Glacier? Hmm? I still haven't done the Continental Divide Trail. It's been well, on my list. If you love the Colorado Trail, it's part of the Continental Divide, right? Yeah, three hundred and fifty miles of it are okay. are overlapped. I think you. I think you'd love the. I do. I'm sure it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure like the Montana part itself is probably. Awesome. Have you hiked in the Bob? The Bob? What's that? The Bob Marshall Wilderness, which is just south that, of Glacier. I don't think so. It's a national it's like, forest, okay. but I don't think it's attached it. to. I think or, or butts up it. against two. I probably like driven through it, but I haven't hiked. It. Okay. Only they say that's. Probably one of the hardest parts of the whole Continental Divide Trail. Really? When you get out of Glacier, when it's mm-hmm. been a 
slightly more manicured mm-hmm. and you go into the actual national forest of yeah. Montana because there's so many blowdowns and they all have like weak roots and they're all like mm-hmm. uh they they're just there's very very straight pine trees that just <laughs> fall over yeah so they say that that's part of the hard, hard, hardest parts yeah no i mean yeah i've only out of montana i mean there's some hikes i do outside the park um or summits uh we like so many mountains out there um like there's a native american reservation like there's some hikes out there I did some of those there's like a mountain called divide mountain did that um, but most most of my hiking just kind of stay in glacier. That way, you don't have to drive. Do you like do the same hikes? I've done like multiple times a day, kind of like how we do like the same <laughs> kind of the, the same runs of so the mountain. Like... I'm notoriously known. So there's a lake out there. It's called Grinnell Lake, and so it's so it's in the Manny Glacier Valley, Swift Current Valley. Let's call it Swift Current Valley. Um, that's the correct term. Uh, anyway, it's in. East Glacier, Swift Current Valley. Um, and so basically it's 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 a very flat trail. There's like almost zero elevation gain. You're basically just walking around lakes. So Oh, so okay. yeah. I'm you're with basically you. yeah. yeah. But it's called Grinnell Lake. It's seven miles total, so three point five there, three point five back. And I've done that hike forty times in my lifetime. Forty times? Forty times in my lifetime. That's insane. And I I just do it because it's like I love being out in the woods and it's like, yeah. I'd rather be out in the woods and sit in a cabin, no Wi-Fi, doing nothing or, or <laughs> whatever. guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'd rather go out, go out and be in the woods, go for a walk and see my good friend, grizzly bears. I love bears. <laughs> I've seen grizzly bears, but I'm mostly seen the brown bears and the black bears. Yeah. A lot of black bears on the AT. Yeah. I saw maybe six or seven. Yeah. First bear I ever saw. I think it was when I went to Kentucky. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Black bear? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, was a cinnamon-colored black bear. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, yeah, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's we, definitely smaller. Yeah. He's looked like a big, chunky lab. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're ever going to see, or ever want to see, like, a bear in the wild, or a grizzly bear in the wild in general, like, Glacier National Park, East Glacier National Park is the place to go. That's... You're pretty much almost guaranteed to see a bear. I mean, so I also saw, actually, that's not true. I guess I saw the first bear I ever saw was a grizzly bear. I saw it in Alaska. Okay. But yeah. it was just, I guess I wasn't long distance hiking. So it was uh, next to a big ass river and there was a fucking shit ton yeah. of fucking bears sitting in the river and these fucking salmon are jumping upstream. They just fucking caught them right. Right. right fucking, yeah. yeah. That's it. Was Dude, it, that was, what time of year was that? Do you remember? Uh, Late June, July. Because there's like a salmon run type deal that happens, I guess, in late September. It happens in like Washington, Alaska, mm. where like the salmon run and people fish it, but the bear fish it too or whatever mm-hmm. and whatnot. But, but let's go back to Alaska. So what, uh, did you do like any like big hiking out there? Like Fuck pre- no. no. All I did was work, dude. Really? Dude, I worked six days a week, 14 hour shifts. Okay. Man. It gotcha. was hard. The seventh day was like. Get your dry cleaning done so you can go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like that was it. Like, but you made you made a lot of money though, dude. Right? We yeah. were, I I worked a lot. I worked sound, a lot. You sound like my friend. That was that's like his whole goal. So, uh, his first season in Glacier security guard. So, his goal was to work as much as possible and save as much money as possible, <laughs> which he did. Because let's just say, for example, literally he worked a hundred hours one week. Is there that much work to do? Okay, you tell me. I so don't we're, we're, know. Both, we're both security guards. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. What can you just do for a hundred fucking hours? Literally, just sit and wait for something bad to happen. Oh my god! And because I don't, I don't fully enjoy the security guard lifestyle. <laughs> there are things that I don't that's, like. That's why. That's but why there I'm are things be, that are awesome. Yeah, about. yeah, for sure. That's why I'm gonna be uh, maintenance this year in Glacier is because I. Because at least here, like, I have something to do. Like, they give me, like, I feel kind of like a purpose, you know? Like, okay, I got to patrol these properties, you know? Keep them safe, you know? In Glacier, you can literally just sit on your butt and do absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs> because it's such it's such a small property. I mean, like, you, you walk Literally, ar- 
You were saying there's only like one lodge, right? Yeah, so there's the so there's the Manny Glacier Hotel, which is the big like crown jewel of East Glacier. It's got like 400 rooms, but where I'm at, it's like a it's like a motor inn right down the road. And it's got like 100 rooms total or something like that. Rooms like, or like So there's RV like RV slips. No, no, no. So there's motels. So it's like there's like three motels, four motels. And there's cabins, so people can rent out the cabin or like cabin for like a family of four. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, exactly, yeah. exactly. I got you. And it's very, very rustic. Like no TV, no Wi-Fi. You have to go to the like the no main, refrigerator. Yeah, you have to go. Yeah, exactly. You have to go to the main lodge to use Wi-Fi. It's very rustic. Um, but basically, yeah, the security guard. Sounds awesome. Just, I want to live there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where, that's where I'm going. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he worked and. Made a bunch of money, or whatever, but but then he realized, like, you know what? Like last last season, he was like, actually, because the first season he didn't enjoy as much because he was working all the time. I told him this. I'm like, dude, <laughs> burn like, out. obviously, because because we were both security guards. So the deal was, so he always wanted overtime. So he would always work the four days on, and I always worked the three days on. So I always got I always got four days off every single time. Right, but that's, that's so what is it? 36 then? You work 12? I worked 36. So we worked 12s. So I oh, worked 36, so you worked, you worked like 40, almost yeah, 40. Yeah. And so then he, yeah. but you get 4 days off, dude. That's Yeah, yeah. So that's how I got to hike so much in Glacier National Park. Dude. That's how I'd I probably pick your schedule. <laughs> like to be honest, cuz like, cuz we I'm in Glacier like uh, Yeah, yeah. Cuz me cuz me and him both had an understanding it was like I remember, so I remember I remember our first season out there there was this girl uh older lady her name was Carla and she she was a security guard too. There was three of us at the start, and we knew just from talking to Carla, like because there was COVID and stuff, and the company we worked for is, was very. You know, I'm gonna go name. Is name it Centas? No, Zantera. I don't know Zantera. Let's just say, you know, I'm, I'm gonna name drop. Them. I don't care. Fire me. <laughs> Suck it, Zantera. Um, they see you April 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> HR, I'll see you. April 23rd. <laughs> anyway, the like there was so they're they're so like just like I don't know, clean like COVID was going on and stuff, and like they're so like anal about it. I, I don't know. And dude, it's a national park. Old people go there and fucking right, right, right. disabled people. Right. But they like, don't like that word. Sorry, not disabled. They don't like that word. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Less able. Where was I going with this? I'm trying to think where I was going with this. But anyway, so she. So Carla yeah, didn't Carla, want to work. Carla, so Carla was like, "I'm not, whatever, dealing with like this COVID stuff or whatever, whatever. Like, I don't know. She just didn't like some of like the rules or whatever and stuff they're doing. I didn't really care. And we knew that she was a loose cannon. Like she could leave at any time. And just one day she was complete. Just she, just, she just dipped. Like no notice, no nothing. Just left. Like this is my last day. Here's my uniform. Goodbye. Didn't, didn't, Drive didn't the fuck even, out. Like just literally, she was probably on shift and just dropped her uniform. And just drove out. Just. Like she, I remember her telling me, like, you know, I did everything I wanted to. I rode the, I did the sun road. I, I the sun trails. road. You did it in a day. <laughs> I know. You don't have to park a board there to do that. But you gotta wait till it opens, though. So it don't open till like July because of all the snow and stuff. So maybe I'll just like clock in for my one hundredth day on the mountain and then just leave. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's what happened. And me and Adam had a the other security guard. We had to understand. We we're like, okay, if Carla leaves. Uh, I'll take four day four uh, four twelve hour shifts for night shift, and then you take three uh, days night shift. I'm like, did you take the cool. weekend at least? Because it's difficult. Or actually, no, I didn't take the weekend. I I didn't care. Um, I can't. I mean, can't remember. Maybe I, did, maybe I did take the weekend. But anyway, that's that's like the arrangement we always had. Like, and sure enough, the next season, the kind of same thing happened. We had three security guards. One guy left. I'm not going to get into that. Uh, that was <laughs> that a thing? What? Why did he leave? Let's just say he left because he had a very decent arsenal of weapons in his van. And what? you can't we bring did not, fucking guns into the park, can you? I mean, it's not illegal. But you can't use them in the park. Can't I know use that. Them. No, <laughs> like, no. Fuck but them. like automatic shit and like automatic. I mean, semi-automatic. Um. And let's just say I'm all for hunting, but I I, I think I don't know. so. I think it is. I think they do allow. So what's something he would do is he'd always carry his revolver when he went hiking. He pulled a gun on a guest. No, no, no. <laughs> he went hiking with a fellow coworker and noticed because he always went hiking with his revolver on his hip. And I think it. I think it's allowed in Glacier that you are allowed to have a side. Like you can carry a sidearm. I didn't know that. Just in case. I think it's allowed. Bear. I'm pretty sure for bear. Yeah, bear. 
Um, I'm pretty sure it's allowed. I mean, the bear spray is like a big deal. Like everybody uses bear spray and whatnot. I would keep that shit. Yeah, right. that's that's why I use. But I think, keep it like right yeah, there. but I think it is allowed that you're allowed to carry a sidearm. I think I'm. Don't don't quote me on this, but I think he it's just allowed. did it anyway. Though, yeah, yeah, right? but he did it anyway. Anyway, that freaked out the coworker. Coworker contacted HR, and basically we made a deal. Hey, you need to get rid of all your guns in your van. And I told him straight up when I first met him because he told me he, he had a gun. Just just he told me he had one gun. And I was like, dude, I'm gonna tell you right now, don't show that off. Don't like just keep it to yourself. He did not keep it to himself, and that was the problem. And freaked people out, so I ended up letting him go. So, but anyway, then I'm just being me and my other security guard guy. So I always got four days off again. (laughs) So I was like, okay, cool. But I mean, I mean, he was a a nice guy. I feel bad because he just wanted like he just wanted like community and community and stuff. And I mean, he was he was a very shy guy um, and whatnot. I was kind of just kind of starting to get out of his shell. Kind of feel bad for him, but I mean, it's just like, dude, you don't need a doomsday arsenal of weaponry in your van in glacier national park i'm i'm sorry <laughs> like, yeah i mean it's you supposed, don't and if you yeah. do keep it to yourself like don't go around showing it off like oh hey you want to check out my ar-15 like no no we don't <laughs> when i left baltimore and moved to colorado I, yeah i i had a nine millimeter block yeah yeah because i lived in baltimore right 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 right. yeah yeah. i lived in shitty fucking tiny apartments and people would knock on your fucking door mm-hmm. and you're like i don't know you and mm-hmm. all kinds of shit would happen but when i moved to colorado i was like i i mean i don't know how i didn't want to go into the process of getting that gun changed over yeah, so yeah, I, just, yeah. I just you know it was i haven't bought one since i hear you yeah all my guns are in kansas i don't bring them with me um what was uh, what was like your uh, out of all the seasonal jobs you've done, what was like your favorite or your most enjoyable? Most enjoyable. They're all pretty good. I mean, I they're all different like facets of things yeah, that yeah, I yeah. like, you know. But Ophelia's was pretty awesome. Okay, it was cool. Every single day it was a new concert. Every single day it was a good amount of money. Yeah, two two to two fifty a day. Nice. It's nice. Saved lots of money. Uh, I was uh, car free at the time, so I was mm-hmm. riding a bike in and out of the city in conjunction with the metro. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Dude, it's cool to be in the know in the concerts too, because we would trade concerts with Bluebird or trade with the Ogden, yeah. or trade with these other. So I, I saw. I mean, kind of like skiing. Like I, I do everything very intensely. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, like I'm gonna ski. Like no, I'm gonna ski six days a week. <laughs> For fucking five months. <laughs> so that's how I did concerts. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we'd see concerts. I'd work four or five days a week. And then on my other days off, I would go and see other concerts that I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. So, I don't know. I do everything in excess. Yeah. Okay. But it was, that was a good time. Cool. Heck yeah. Um, you got any big hikes that you're planning out for the future? I have to save money again. Save money so, again. It's it's an endless cycle of, yeah. of, oh. of spending money. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. But my, my last 11 months before I, I took this job here at Vail was pretty uh-huh. cool. I did uh, 60 days. And I did uh, 14 different ski resorts in thirty day, in 60 days. Okay. All around Colorado. I slept in my little Lexus and, like, I went to Breckenridge. I went to Copper. I went to uh, Vail, Aspen. I went to everywhere man i went to down to durango i went to purgatory i went to berthoud pass i did some side country stuff mm-hmm. it was really cool keystone a basin i had icon and epic <laughs> <laughs> so Fuck. i had i had access to every mountain nice so i did that and i skied every day for 60 days and then in march i packed all my shit up and put it in storage at a friend's house yeah uh, and then started the Appalachian Trail March 9th. Okay. So, oh, yesterday was my one year anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Heck yeah. And then that was a seven month venture. And then I hung out with my dad in Portland, Oregon. He uh, he lives in an RV camper. Okay. Uh, so he, him and his wife, we spent three weeks going up and down the coast of Oregon. So me and my mom hiked the coast of Oregon. Right, right, right. So yeah. I knew all the awesome spots. Yeah. So I basically stayed in his camper. And we went up and down and did day hikes 
all up and down Oregon. Awesome. I get to revisit all those cool places in Oregon <laughs> That's again. That's awesome. Uh, we did the Tillamook Cheese Okay, factory. so... We did the Tillamook okay. Cheese Factory. Yeah. Uh, we went to a professional kite factory. I got really good at flying a kite. Nice. <laughs> so I flew a kite for like seven days in a row for yeah. like four or five hours each day. Yeah. So I'm like a really good kite flyer now. I actually missed... I missed the opportunity to go to... I went on a road trip after my first season at Glacier. And after Washington, I split off from the group because I was like... I'm going to spend so much money that <laughs> if I keep going on this trip, I got split off now. But they went to the Tillamook uh, factory. So it was cool. I would do it. I wish I was there. I shit a goddamn brick. <laughs> <laughs> they give you shit ton of cheese, free cheese all yeah. like the whole tour. Really? Dang. You taste it in, like this immature phase. And then like, as it's like, I don't know, it's cool. <laughs> I pissed out. Shoot. But yeah, so that was 11 months of not working. Heck yeah. 11 months of not working ended up being about a little bit less than $17,000. Okay. Uh, still debt free. Nice. I, you know, I had about $5,000 when I moved here to Vail and then waited to my first paycheck. So I think my lowest I had was like maybe 3K. And then built it back up again. Heck yeah. Yeah. More adventures. Almost, almost, almost 10000 again, so. There you go. More adventures. The magic number for me is it takes about $5,000 to come back to society or real life is what okay. I call it. To, like, restart and get a new job and yeah, all that bullshit. Heck. But it's about $1,200 a month for me to live out of a backpack hiking. I like how you have it, like, all budgeted and figured out. Well, that's just, I mean. Well, in general. Like, yeah. Kinda, like, estimated. You know, yeah, all yeah. estimates, right? Because yeah, I mean, yeah. like, because anything can happen. And, well, some people places are more expensive than. Oh others. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like hiking in the south in the Appalachians, uh-huh. dude. I, I, the first two months of the trail, I lived on five hundred bucks. Five hundred dollars, two hundred fifty dollars a month to live. Because <laughs> there's so much like trail magic uh-huh. and people trying to help you mm-hmm. that fucking. I basically had free food for fucking forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm fucking. Buddy up with this guy. We fucking go to this guy's house. We crash out. He'd make a fucking pot roast. We get a shower. We get back on trail. That's awesome. He'd give us two days worth of food as a blize. It's like, all right, it's easy, man. It's living. Heck yeah. Did I didn't ask you this? Did you complete the whole Appalachian Trail? I did. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. First of the big three for me. Nice. Nice. Twenty twenty two hundred. Yep. Mount Katahdin's pretty awesome. The what? <laughs> Mount Katahdin, the, the 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 northern terminus, is pretty okay. awesome. It's a big. It's a. It's a lot like uh like Mount Hood or yeah. or Mount Bachelor. It's like a mountain okay. that kind of stands all by itself. Okay. But it's enormous. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's the it's it's huge, right? It's one of the four thousand footer five thousand footers. Hmm. Um, and there's these awesome serene lakes that surround it. Kind of have to go through some. You see, you see the whole varietal, right? You see like the scrub and then the marsh and then you go kind of up and it kind of becomes more scrubby and then bigger trees, mature trees. And then yeah. the trees kind of get smaller and it's more scrubs again. Then you're back in the Alpine. And this is all in a span of like maybe seven or eight miles. <laughs> one day, cool. one day I'll do something like that one day. <laughs> any, 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 What's your next big thing? My next big thing? Yeah. I mean, going My... to Glacier. <laughs> I don't know. God damn it, man. That's not a big thing. You've done that already. It's not a big thing. I mean, I think I was already telling you that I'd like to do... I'm st- I am mean, it's still up in the air, but I'd like to hike through Olympic National Park. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'd like to do that. Um, oh, yeah. We actually did talk about this last time. Yeah. There's actually... Washington's pretty cool. Yeah. I love Washington. So, I've never been there, by the way. It's basically like... <laughs> well, I've only been sure. to the beach of Oregon. Well, okay, okay but... I walked the entire beach of Oregon, <laughs> so I, I knew the Oregon beach real good. But, uh, dude, so Washington has a trail that goes east to west, yeah, and it has a trail that goes north to south, right? So one year I want to do Washington both ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figure I'll go. I'll go east to west, and then I'll go from the north to the south. There you go. The um that'd be a cool. I mean, fucking yeah. Then I would know Washington. Sure. <laughs> the uh the one that goes east west is the PNT, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yep, I thought it. about doing that one, but I was like, no, 
Dude, it's uh, supposed to be one of the harder um, ones. Yeah. Of like all the trails. So when I was looking up stuff, they were saying too, like some of the stuff is like off trail, kind of like you have to like figure it out kind of yourself. <laughs> there's the, yeah, there's definitely compass navigation necessary. Yeah. And a lot of people, uh, food cache too, because there's not so many towns. Yeah. Uh, there's at least two places that I know are very convenient that you could, you probably should food cache. Yeah. So if you don't food cache, you're going to carry 14 days of food <laughs> or, <laughs> or you can do six and then yeah. like eight, you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, I figured like, you know, start small, make sure I can do it. But after dude, Tahoe rim trail is pretty awesome. Tahoe rim trail. Okay. I might have to look into that. It's cool, man. The. Not this year though, because because t- <laughs> the snow is so insane saw, in Tahoe, I, dude. I've seen, I actually have, so I, have, I have somebody I know that's working there and like sent pictures. Like, are they even open? They're probably not even I open. Don't think it's probably open. like too I windy think you should, or like I think just snowed in. That's that's it's crazy. It's crazy out there. Get on a snowboard, get some pow. Is it snowing? Is it still snowing? I can't tell. I don't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, we're nearing, we're past an hour. Past an hour? Okay. Um, woo! Seasonal woo, work. Seasonal work. <laughs> um, you should do it because your nine to five job sucks. Yeah, I was actually going yeah, to say, what do you want to tell people? Like, nine to five, nine to five job sucks. I mean, that's why I, that's why I got out. Really? Really? I, I, I figured it out. Yeah. So, a lot of people collect things. I tend to collect experiences and the easiest way to collect a new experience is to go into a new place and try to live there. Yeah. (laughs) Really is what it is. Yeah. You'll collect the most amount of new experiences that you can when you do that. Yeah. And I feel like I'm constantly reborn because I go and do this long distance hiking, which is the idealized version of myself. Uh It has this, this, I have an acronym of why I do long distance hiking, but okay. We'll, we'll skip past that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Go and do what you want. Mm-hmm. You, could, you don't have to do the long distance hiking. There's yeah. other ways to, to live cheaply. For sure. And do it in a different country. I've tried to do that three times now. Yeah. Every time the girlfriend flakes out. <laughs> <laughs> my, my buddy actually wants to get me to... He wanted to do it this year. Or not this year. Uh, 2022. After Glacier. But... Go to a third world country and see how long we can last, like backpacking or whatever last? out there. <laughs> how long we can last. And uh Survivor, Nigeria. Yeah, exa- exa- exactly. <laughs> but you wanted to go to like Costa Rica. So I don't have my passport. I'm I'm planning on getting Dude, while get I'm here. Your fucking passport, I know, I know, Ryan. I know, I know. I'm planning on Dude. getting I'm, get, I'm planning on signing up for it next week or whatever, applying for it. Um it takes you want... forever. Okay. Like it takes two months. To what like... get it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah. He told me he my my buddy told me thirty days is what he told me. But I was like, I've I've Dude, heard if you I've, pay extra, you can get it in thirty days. I've heard a hundred days. I've heard thirty days. I've heard mine two came months. on the fifty fourth day. Okay. But I didn't. I was not willing to pay anything extra to get it. Right. Yeah. It's, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm not paying anything <laughs> extra to get it. Like I can wait. <laughs> I don't. I mean, the only place I'm planning on going right now is Canada when I'm up in Montana. So I mean, like. I'm I'm gonna know where he be. <laughs> you know your address in Montana. I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have it sent to my parents yeah. and just have them mail it to me. That's cool. Yeah, just That's to make move. sure I don't get lost in the mail or anything because the address is kind of funky to for Montana because it goes to the warehouse first and it comes to us. It's it's weird. Um, I'm sure it takes a while off too. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I mean, some people like working the office, you know whatever nine to five but that's not boring me. that's not me man <laughs> so boring I need, I need experiences i need the open open world the wide open spaces the woods no no just a different lifestyle maybe i just don't like working maybe that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i was like maybe i just hate the work part oh man i don't know i've i've had so many things in my life where i've like because I, I love i love music i mean I love, I love like recording and stuff like that, but I don't know, like I've entered at a studio, you know, I've, I've worked, I worked at like the biggest, one of the biggest studios, Blackbird Studios in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, like so many big names go through there. Willie Nelson, um, let's see, Taylor Swift, I mean, Alicia Keys. Never heard of her. (laughs) 
Alicia Keys is cool though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alicia Keys. I mean, so many different people. Ariana Grande, like, go through that studio and like, it's just like, I, it's I do, a valuable experience just to yeah, intern there. Yeah. yeah, and I do, I do love the work, but it's like, man, I just love, I love the seasonal work aspect just more. Um, I don't know, but I might maybe maybe you'll see me in a studio again in the future. I used to work on cars too, but. I don't think I'm going back to that. Um, but yeah. Heck yeah. Well. Fucking black bear is enormous, bro. Bears are, dude, there's something else. Like, I've had so many close encounters. I wish I was bears. a bear. <laughs> dude, look at him. He's just scratching. Fuck yeah. I just ate salmon for four hours. I'm going to scratch my ass. <laughs> the. The closest bear encounter I ever had was I was going to Grinnell Lake, that place I went to 40 times. Um, I was going there, and I got there, and I was hiking back out, back to the trailhead, or back home. And I'm going, and there's these tourists in front of me from Texas. And they're going, they stop, and they're looking back. And sure enough, there is a mama grizzly and a cub that just walk right in front of me probably no farther than me to the door right like now between you yeah between, between us between, between us, you and yes. the texas people and the mama grizzly is looking at me and like snorting and huffing and stuff and like keeping her eyes on me while i'm moving i'm like you gotta be freaking kidding me and then so nothing happened i didn't have to use bear spray or anything like that it, it walks away and i'm like i wanted to like scold these people from texas so bad because they saw it the whole time and didn't warn me like they didn't, they didn't say nothing. They saw it the whole time, and they didn't say bear. They, no, no, bear no, they didn't. They didn't. No, and, and they Why said, would say I, 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 would, I, would, no, no, I went up to them, and they were like, they were like, oh hey, how's it going? I'm like, that was a pretty bad situation, wasn't? It? I'm like, yeah, it doesn't get much worse than that with bears. I'm like, thanks, cub, and like wanted, less than twenty feet away uh, yeah, from you. I like, want, I wanted to yell at them so bad and just be like, you idiots, like you see something like that, you tell, you tell the person that's hiking behind you. But hey, there's a bear in between us right now. Step back, you know, like something. I've also had one come up on me while fishing and stuff, just silent as can be. Bears are bears are something else. They're awesome creatures, though. I love bears. Well, um, let's see. We've gone an hour like fifteen. So, nice. I mean, thank wrap you for, it up. Yeah, thank Woo! you for being on the podcast. Thanks for letting me talk about. Seasonal work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I loved it. I mean, no, I'm, seasonal work's awesome, man. And I'm sure it's you, cool. Yeah, seasonal work is, has the advantage of uh, if you want to make a shit ton of money in a lot of on a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. If you want to go through a, like a hard work cycle and then a hard play cycle, mm -hmm. if that's the kind of person you are, and that that's kind of the person I am. Adam, if you're listening right now, <laughs> it sounds like you and Trevor are the pretty much the same essential person. <laughs> He's. I'm just my, saying. Yeah, I, yeah. I go hard. Yeah, go hard. yeah, my buddy's the same way. Uh, but yeah, thanks That's for being. That's a great podcast, man. Yeah, Cheers. thanks for being on the pod. Cheers. Cheers. All right, I gotta take a pee break. Okay, pee break. Uh, this is Living Swift. Keep on living swift.